Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We're Jane, Teresa, and Patty, three Disney fangirls who probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Oh, you know it. Yeah, we certainly are. Hello, lovely listeners. I'm Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino and Instagram at InsightfulLife. I am Jane, and I can be found on Instagram and Facebook at Real Mousewife WDW. Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. Uh, look, you know, we know that you have a choice in your Disney podcast because there's like a zillion of these out there, but we're glad you decided to listen to ours. And subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you leave a five-star review. Now, this is the favorite episode of our week. Uh, This is the one where we read you your stories. You submit them, we read them back to you, right? Yes. And we want to say thank you so much to everybody who has already shared a story or a memory with us. And if you have something you want to share, especially after listening to this episode, or if you have an unpopular Disney opinion, a question that you want us to answer, you can find the link to our submission form either in the show notes on noguiltdisney.com. And I know I also have it in, I have it linked in my pinned tweet on Twitter. You can also send us an email at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com, or you can find us on any of our socials and contact us there. All right. Now, this week, we are featuring our favorite people in all of the world and all of the land and all of the seas, and that would be the cast members. Uh, we have cast members' stories, uh, some of them where cast members and former cast members shared their magical moments with us, and then others where guests tell us their stories about how a cast member made their trip special. And I got to say, anytime anybody asks me, why Disney? Why do you keep going back? What is it about them? It always comes back that, yes, I love the magical stories and I love the storytelling elements and I love the awesome attractions and I love just being in the blah, 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 blah. blah. I love all of that. But really, it's the cast members, guys. They make everything happen. I know you guys agree with me, right? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I know in this episode, we're going to share, you know, magical moments that have happened with cast members. But even in our Rise of the Resistance episode that we did the other week, uh, talking about the the guest experience team and the cast members who are there just to make sure your day goes smoothly. Oh, for sure. The cast members are honestly the ones who put the magic in Mickey and... uh Disney, you're okay. You can steal that if you need to. I'm <laughs> I give you my permission. So as we dive into these cast members' stories, we do want to make one note that is going to come up as we talk about cast members. And this is 
I don't know. It was really funny to us, and <laughs> you will hear us giggling about it. Hopefully, it translates. If it doesn't translate and you think it's really dumb and lame, well, we don't care because we think it's lame. <laughs> We're going to keep <laughs> doing it. <laughs> uh, and that is, we, we wanted to offer an opportunity for cast members to write in or to, to message us with their stories, but also to keep them anonymous if that was something that they really felt that they needed to do. So we were joking around. We was like, we should have just like one name for all cast members. And so anytime a cast member tells a story, we're just going to call them all the same thing. Throwing around names and we, you know, weren't really landing on anything because we, you know, it had to be something a little bit silly, right? And then I don't know which one of us said it, but somebody was like, Francisco. And immediately the other person said, that's fun to say. And Francisco is born. <laughs> so uh, with a nod to obviously Elf and uh, the great Will Ferrell, we are stealing, borrowing, uh, usurping uh, Francisco as the name of all cast members in all stories that we feel like it fits. So when you hear us say, Francisco. That's fun to say. That is why. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who's got a story to share? Who wants to start? I will, I'll share one. And this was told to me by my coworker, Bobby. And as soon as he said it, I looked at him. I was like, you, you know, I'm going to steal this for the podcast, right? So I had him, I got his permission to share his story. So it is, while walking towards Expedition Everest, I knew my daughter was still going to be slightly too short to ride, but we wanted to have her check her height anyway. After realizing she wasn't quite tall enough yet, she started crying. A nearby cast member saw this happening, quickly came over to us, and handed us a small card about the size of a paper fast pass that says, Young Explorer, this is to certify that you may join the expedition to Everest as soon as you are tall as the posted signs. She said we could use it as a fast pass on our next visit, fill in the date she was able to ride, and then have it as a keepsake so she could remember this moment. Tears quickly run away, and we're already looking forward to when we can ride it with her for a first time to face the Yeti. That's adorable. I love how they took what is such a huge bummer and such a big negative and turn away type moment, and they made it into something to look forward to. Oh, and by the way, you're coming back now, right? Because right, yeah, absolutely. Because you have that one fast pass. Right. <laughs> Disney knows how to get us, all right? They do. They do. I like that one. That's a good one. When he sent it to me, I will send you the picture so you can put it up on the blog post that's going to be with this episode. But it's a really nice little card, too. It's got artwork on the front and back with Everest on one side and the Yeti on the other. So they <laughs> they are fully prepared. This isn't just like a little a regular paper card. Like it's, it's a really nice design on it. So... I, I did not know that this was something Disney did. I'd be curious what other attractions have it and what those look like. So if you've also gotten one of these cards, send us those pictures because I, I love, you know, these unique little Disney souvenirs that you don't know exist. And every now and then, every now and then you get one. I knew it was a thing, but we, we, we never had it offered to us, but I did know it was a thing, but I didn't realize or recognize or understand that it was maybe specific to each ride like that. Yeah. So that's really cool. That's that's an awesome little Disney touch. I love it. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. That's really such a cute way to help a kid out. Totally. Yeah. Well help the parents <laughs> out, man. He's just it might have cost the parents a lot of money, but <laughs> it's we will pay it if we don't yeah. have to listen to our kid cry at right. Disney. So well, I'm essentially a five-year-old, so I'm like, oh my gosh, that five-year-old is devastated. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, all right, Jane, do you have one? I do. 
I have uh, this story from Suzanne on Facebook. She said, on my daughter Ariel's fifth birthday, that's her daughter's name, so cute. We had just had a fun character breakfast at Ohana and went to Magic Kingdom for our last day at the parks. We were back by Fantasyland expansion, which wasn't open to the public yet. A cast member saw her little birthday ear hat and asked her name. She was delighted to tell her. I have someone who'd love to meet you, she said, and proceeded to allow us an early preview to the new Fantasyland, taking us directly to Ariel's Grotto. We got to meet Ariel and the character interaction with her was priceless. There's a human with my name, she said. (laughs) This was such a special memory for us. Wait, wait, wait. So she got to go to New Fantasyland and meet Ariel before it was even open because her name is Ariel? Yes. All right. I'm changing my name. What is it? I know. (laughs) I was thinking the same. I was like, "Mm, What's what's my new name? Um, so you can be the user and then you'll go as soon as Tron is open. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not following. I don't yeah. like that movie. <laughs> but then I will be the user and I will go on Tron when it opens. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll be Gamora. I've got this. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong episode. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Jane, let's be honest. A, you'll be Rocket. And B... <laughs> Totally rocket. <laughs> Teresa, I caught that, that she can have it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get that one by me. I caught that one. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's that's very sweet. And, and uh, thanks, Suzanne, for, for sharing that one with us. Super, super sweet. Uh, all right. So this one was sent in by Leslie. And Leslie said that she has tons of cast member stories. And that's basically, you know, she's, I guess she's kind of like me. This is why she keeps going back time and time again. Uh, her story says... My husband and I love trading pins. The first trip we took after we started pin trading, we took my stepdaughter for her college graduation present, and she fell in love with trading pins too. So that's kind of cute, the whole family out there. Like, do you guys trade pins? I don't trade pins. I've done it here and there, but I I never typically remember to bring them with me or take the time to stop. But if I'm with friends who are pin trading, then I will. I'll participate. My- I want to, but I know I'd become obsessive <laughs> and then I'd be like hunting down the one pin that's so like, no. Yeah, no, it's not a good hobby for you, Jane. I don't I would have to tell you no to that. Uh, my <laughs> kids tried it like once or twice and then they just basically got bored with it. So we're just, we're not pin traders, but I know it's a huge thing. I know it's a massive, huge thing. Uh, so she goes on, she says, we spent more time that trip trading pins than we did riding rides. <laughs> um, the morning uh, we decided to go to California Adventure, we also decided to give up any hopes of trying to ride Toy Story because we just wanted to sleep in. So this was back in the days before Cars Land and all the other newer things. So Toy Story Mania was the biggest hit in the park. We got up late, we headed into the park, we did a few rides and traded pins along the way. And then we saw this older gentleman cast member and he had pins. So my stepdaughter ran over and then we all just kind of stood chatting and trading pins, even though he didn't really have anything that we needed. Uh, but we just, you know, chatted and, and told him about why we were there and that we were celebrating her graduation. And he asked us if we would like a special surprise. And we were like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know. Then he walked us over to Toy Story Mania and slipped us in the exit and asked them to let us on the next cars. 
He wished us a wonderful trip and said that sometimes Disney likes to treat customers that are excited and not complaining, and then he disappeared. (laughs) We never saw him again, and we have looked at every trip. I can't remember his name anymore, and that makes me sad because he really made our trip extra magical. Well, y'all know his name, right? Francisco. (laughs) That's fun to say. It is fun to say. I like that though. I like. I think that's a very sweet one of those unexpected things where you want to do something so bad and it's just not going to happen, and so you're resigned to it. But then a little bit of Disney pixie dust lands your way, and you're and, and introduced to the exit of Toy Story Mania. Good, good one, Leslie. Good one. Good job, Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Francisco. All right, I'm going to share one that was sent to me by Tara, and she said. When I was pregnant with my third child almost two years ago, we took a quick baby moon to Florida and spent a day at Disney. At the PhotoPass spot outside of Beast Castle, we stopped for a photo and the cast members spent about 10 minutes giving us a full-on maternity shoot. Belly photos, our hands making a heart on my belly, us kissing, all of those things. That was amazing itself, but when we got home, I sent an email to Disney to give her a cast compliment, and someone called me back the next day to thank us for recognizing her, and then they let us download all of those photos for free. I started crying on the phone because I was pregnant, and now we have (laughs) all these special photos from our third pregnancy when you're usually too busy to get that many photos or maternity shoot by the third one. That's super sweet. That is super sweet. When she told me this, I wrote her back. I was like, I love that it's not just one cast member who made this happen. It was a chain of cast members. Each one did something special for them. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's a a really – and that's a special thing. And as a mom of many children, I totally echo that. By the third kid, you're like, whatever. (laughs) As as the second child, I don't really have any photos. So doesn't even take it three. (laughs) (laughs) that's true that is so true so the story i have actually comes from a former cast member and it's an experience that she had that's not not necessarily guest related but i should also give this disclaimer that there is a 99 percent chance i'm going to cry (laughs) no okay then hit us hit us with it i have tissues nearby (laughs) send some my way I was an opening merchandise trainer at Animal Kingdom. We started mid-January 1998 with an opening date of April 22nd, 1998, which was Earth Day. My shop was Creature Comforts, a cute little kid's shop that sold toys and children's clothing. We were also in charge of baby care, lost and found, and two merchandise carts in the former wonderful land known as Camp Mini Mickey. This awesome shop is now a freaking Starbucks (laughs) under the same name, but that is a whole other story. Well, as soon as you said it, I was like, isn't that Starbucks? That was a store. (laughs) And I almost was adding that in sooner. And then I was like, oh, no, she included that. Okay, we're good. (laughs) This particular story takes place on our opening press event day. There were so many celebrities there. So many. I remember being on a closing shift on a cart in Camp Mini Mickey right in front of the Pocahontas show. I don't even remember the Pocahontas show. Yeah, that's before my time. Yeah, don't know it. I remember all my fellow cast members who had worked early shifts, and they were free to attend the event, coming to tell me what A-list celebrities they'd seen throughout the day. I was so jealous. I mean, I had sold an autograph book to Al from Home Improvement. 
but I didn't see Leonardo DiCaprio or John Stamos like everyone else did. Hey, hey, Al. I mean, that's that's something. Okay, go on. <laughs> I was sort of depressed. All my fellow cast members had such a great experience and saw all these amazing celebrities while I was stuck at a merchandise cart. It was closing time, and I began to close the card under the realization that no famous people would be coming into my life that day. (laughs) And then it happened. The entire area was empty. I didn't think anyone was there. Guys, I'm going to (laughs) cry. I can tell your voice is like getting all crackly. Go on. Because I just love this story so much. Then all of a sudden, Roy E. Disney (gasps) walked around the corner. (laughs) Stop. I just got chills. <laughs> I need the tissues. <laughs> this will go down in history as the one episode I cried. That Roy. Oh, wow. It, Y'all. it gets better. Oh. Stop. Okay, go. go. I mean, don't stop. Go. Yeah. go, go. <laughs> Is it just me or does he really remind everyone of Walt? Mm-hmm. It was so surreal. He walked by me and he thanked me for my hard work. Oh. Or something to that effect. I can't even remember exactly what he said because I was going crazy inside. When he walked away, I literally sat on the ground and cried. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think it was so. It was because I felt like Walt had just thanked me. Oh, which was so much better than seeing Leonardo DiCaprio. That's it. We're done. I mean, no offense, Leo, but yeah, <laughs> we're done. Isn't that great? We're, we're we're shutting the podcast down now because we need a moment. <laughs> Thank God for editing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Wow, uh, isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, and I and I get exactly how she would feel. I would, I would just have done the same thing. I would have just sat there and been like, "Did that really happen?" Right. I mean, you know, <clears throat> wow, Francisco, I love it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patty. I think I think you're up. So compose, compose. Uh, okay, I'm up next, right? Deep okay, breaths. Let's yeah. see. Uh, this one, uh, this one comes from Mandy, and Mandy says, "As you know, I'm a T1D mama, type one diabetic mama. Um, her uh, son Jake uh, is the." the T1D. Uh, Jake wears an insulin pump and we try to avoid having him walk through metal detectors and the like wearing it. So for bag check, we have him take it off and pass it around to the security guard usually. And a few years ago, we were heading into fast track at Epcot. There's some sort of metal detector or something that you walk through prior to getting into where the ride is. And so we flagged down a cast member and we're just asking like what exactly it was. And we explained why we had these concerns because of his pump. So this cast member called someone else over and then they brought the whole family around to another entrance point and gave us a real VIP experience. It was so incredibly appreciated and kind and they were very sensitive to our needs. And you know, that's what I'm talking about. When they go the extra mile and actually listen to the concerns of a guest and then do something so simple but so amazing at the same time to make you feel validated and heard, that's the Disney difference, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like I said, it's this it's really it's the small things that a lot of time can leave the biggest impact. And I think that's also another lesson for everybody that's listening is if you're going to Disney and you have concerns about something, speak up, ask a cast member. You never know what response or what um hopefully helpful <laughs> yeah. um option they might have for you. And if you don't ask, then you don't know, right? So I have another one here ready to go. I have one from Rachel and she wrote 
On our trip last May, we were at Animal Kingdom one evening, pretty close to park closing time. My eight-year-old loved Primeval Whirl, and when we went to ride it, it was closed. The four of us, me, my husband, and my eight- and five-year-old boys, were just hanging out at a picnic table finishing some popcorn. A sweet cast member named Taylor came over and started chatting with us. She could tell my son was kind of bummed about the ride being closed. At the end of our conversation, she said that she wanted to make our vacation a little more magical and took down my phone number. The next morning, I got a call from guest services offering my family extra fast passes for any ride at any park other than Slinky Dog. This was our last day of vacation, so this was extra special. I just thought this was so sweet. This cast member didn't have to approach us and start a conversation, but she did, and we will always remember it. Aw, see? They go the extra mile, man. They just That's seem- awesome. That's, I love that. I love that. And I- I'd be curious from a cast member point of view if they can tell us, is that something they're, you know, encouraged to do? Is it something they're just kind of given free license to do? Or, you know, do you get to make magic X many times a month? <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> wondering. Yeah, if there is a certain allotment's not really the right word yeah, but i know what you're saying though but yeah that's what i want to know is if they're if they're like you know we'll allow you to do like three special things a month and then after that <clears throat> you need to get management approval or something <laughs> like that you know but that that that's awesome that's cool well and i think what what a lot of these stories what's so great about it is you know you had one where somebody was asking a question to see you know how what could be done for them. But then there's also ones where it's just the cast members, they pay such close attention to what is going on with the guests. So a lot of times guests, they're not even realizing that anyone's paying attention to what's happening, you know, on their vacation. And a cast member just kind of swoops in and is like, I have something to help you out here. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. So this one comes from uh, Francisco. That's fun to say. <laughs> when I worked Chester and Hester Midway Games for private events, we would all put our name tags in a hat and randomly draw out a new name for the night. So one night, I, a six foot three, three hundred and twenty pound guy, was named in quotes Daisy for the entire night. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, now I need everybody to like put in Francisco as their name tag. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping, like, will end up happening, you know, yes. the power of our podcast. We need Francisco's everywhere. Uh, it'll replace Chris from Orlando. <laughs> like, I'm going to run into an actual Francisco at the park one day and just laugh in their face, and they're going to have no idea why. They're going to be like, some rude chick came up yeah. to me, laughed, pointed, and then took a selfie with me. Like, what was yes, that all about? Uh, there will absolutely be a selfie. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love those cast members' stories, and I hope that we get some more fun ones to share. Uh, again, if there's any Franciscos out there, any cast members that want to write in and give us those stories, we can keep you anonymous. If you just want to hear us say Francisco, then let us know and <laughs> write it in there. <laughs> you can find that link up in the show notes, and we want to hear your stories. If you're not a cast member, but you just have a really cool, a really sweet, a really magical, whatever fits your definition of an amazing cast member story, send those our way, cast compliments, cast members. We want to hear it all, all right? Uh, and Jane, you got one more thing to say, right? Stay Disney and don't do standby. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. And join us each week on the No Guilt Disney Podcast, as Patty likes to say. It's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Save. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.